I'm Denise Urbans. And I'm Mike Urbans. And welcome to It's Your Water. I'm glad you found us. Today's topic is substitution solutions. Say that fast five times. Substitution solutions. I got it. Have you ever run out of something these days? Never, right? Well, it's a pain made even worse by the supply chain interruptions. I think they're going to be on forever. I don't, I don't know. know. But neither to say. You run out of stuff. Well, never fear. Our podcast is here. We're going to tell you the best substitutions you can make and switcheroo if you have to. And we'll start off with cation resin. Cation softening resin? Cation softening resin. Yeah, we need to That's be specific That's kind of redundant, here. you know. But well, it not is. really. Yeah. Cation. But, but there's, a lot, there's a lot of cation resin. There's a lot of cations, yeah, that you can use so high we, purity. But yeah, we're talking the tradesmen the out resin. there. And you go, oh, blankety blank. Shucky darns. I don't have any cation. You ran out. They yell at the purchasing agent, the agents, which is probably your brother-in-law. Or your boss. Or your boss, and you're mad. You don't have any cation resin. Well, you can quick call your supplier if they have any. And if they're out because it's crazy supply chains, ask them for 10% cation resin. You're like, what? 10%? Yeah, there's super cation. It has 10% crosslink. We've covered this on previous podcasts. Yes, we have. But it's stronger and a little bit more expensive, but it'll work. It'll work just fine, actually. Same stuff. Yeah, so just ask them for 10% cation. Everybody has it, and it doesn't, like, quote-unquote, sell out. So Not generally, no. No. So if you really are in a total bind, 10% cation, just ask. So... The next one we want to talk about is you ran out of green sand. There's no green sand in your box. Use Pyrolox. See that? No green sand in your box. Use Pyrolox. And conversely, if you have no Pyrolox, Pyrolox in your box, Pyrolox AD, advantage. Advantage. So Green Sand Plus is a granddaddy's iron filtration media. We all know it. it used to be green sand, which was uh, glauconite. Right. And it was mined in New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And rumor has it, if you flip the world upside down, there was green sand on the same exact spot, which would be China. (laughs) I'm not kidding. And and glauconite. Well, drop through the earth into China? I don't know. Or maybe squeezed out from the middle. You know, Mike, every now and then, make a green, I hear green one sand, you haven't told me about. Like a I've green been around sand you pimple. A yeah, just like <laughs> poof out in two spots one in China and one in the United States. <laughs> we digress. Right. One's probably close to Beijing, one's close to, to, to DC, you say. It's a swamp, you know. But anyway, so green sand actually was in a swamp where dinosaurs died. So what happens? They found dinosaurs. They go, we got to close down the green sand site. And because they had to explore for dinosaurs. And so now Are it's you serious? A, it's a, yeah. Okay. It's an educational dinosaur dig. And so the green sand people said, oh, what are we going to do? So they went to Brazil. There was a big manufacturer and they improved the product because glauconite, your old green sand, was... Not as strong. It was, uh, you know, the substrate is not as strong as, say, silica sand. 
So green sand was a weaker sand. It was like the lignite coal of carbon oh, okay. sand. It's uh, but I will say this in the municipal market, you could here's a big word, Mike. It was ubiquitous. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So big time. What the green sand people inverse sand did was they spec'd it into many many contracts. Mm-hmm. So they did a good job. They and did it. it they did a great product. job, and it's good stuff. And they make it in Brazil now, and they import it, and they put manganese dioxide ore and they attach it to a sand, silica sand. So it's stronger and it's less malleable and and it doesn't break down as fast. But if you can't get it. But if you can't get it, there's other substitutes out there. A direct, what we want to do for people is like, you don't have to re-engineer your valve. You don't have to re-engineer your system. A direct replacement. So drop in. So Pyrolox, it's they named a uh, uh, Prince Media named it Pyrolox Advantage to differentiate it from Pyrolox, which is almost pure manganese dioxide ore. They don't attach it to anything. But then they came out with Pyrolox Advantage. I guess they saw green sand and they said, "Hey, we got to get some of this market." And they said, "Well, how do we do it? Well, we'll put it on sand also, but we're going to put a metallurgical grade." manganese dioxide ore and make it a little more zippy on paper, you know, a little more scientifically active. So that not only if you could, you'd get Pyrolox advantage, you could get it's, there's an advantage because it is slightly more powerful. But you can substitute one for the other. Yes. Yes, you can. Direct substitution and drop in. So look for that. It's also known as Clack makes a filter ox. That's their new a material, which is the Prince Pyrolux Advantage. So they just private label it. So that is a direct, completely direct. So now the other good iron filter substitutes that I think, you know, may be no changes in valve engineering, direct drop-in, but these things are a little more, say, powerful. Catalox Light, a lot of people use that. They they love it. Catalox Light is a from um, Watchwater. It has a kind of like a zeolite base to it. It's not a sand base. And then they attach a proprietary manganese dioxide esque secret recipe nano cooking in the laboratory stuff that makes it very active. It raises your pH a little. You got to be careful of that you get old pH spike in the beginning, but it's a direct drop in which we're like taking over the market with Serapure. <laughs> Remember this, people, Serapure. And look in your rearview mirror. Serapure Mac. Serapure M-A-C. It's coming. We have a whole podcast on that. I call it the Game Changer Media because Serapure, manganese dioxide is the common ingredient here, right? So that is attached uh, apparently easily attached. I, I don't know. Evidently, they're all I don't know the science attached. behind it. But what Serapure did is they got a substrate of ceramic. And a ceramic media has, it's very craggy, and it's it's, it's easy to adhere. I'm looking, I'm searching for big words, but it's uh, searching. It's not not coming to it's me. It's not coming too early no in the day. No big words. No big not words Not enough today. caffeine yet. But they use ceramic as a substrate, and then they attach a metallurgical-grade, very high-quality manganese dioxide. But they also add a little bit of activated carbon, a little sprinkle of carbon, 
and they put a little bit of alloy on there. And the alloy is the purified copper and zinc. Some other people know it as KDF, but it's, that's a trade name. So it's not really KDF. We're licensed by them. But it is that type On of, that bead. On that, yeah, of that um, copper and zinc. So that adds another dimension. And the dimension of that is bacteria static and it will knock down bacterial colonies. Now, don't think of it as, you know, if you have coliform bacteria, or, you know, it's not for that. It's to inhibit the growth of bacteria on the media. And biological growth is pretty much what kills, in theory, the catalytic reaction that happens. So if you have a slime ball, <laughs> you can't, your catalytic reaction between the oxygen that is in hosting in your media and your iron, manganese, sulfur coming in, that catalytic reaction cannot happen because it's inhibited by slime bacteria. And so the Serapure takes it, that bacteria, they take the alloy and create a bacteriostatic situation. So to sum up, if you don't have green sand, you can use Pyrolox ID. If you don't have Pyrolox ID, you can use Green Sand Plus. If you don't have either of those two, you can go to Catalox Light or you can go to Clack Filter Ox or Serapure. These are all direct substitutions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you could just flippity flop and maybe adjust your chlorine or your mm -hmm. peroxide or your air. You really can't, or your ozone. If you're using an AIO, or using the new ozone valves, you don't really have to adjust. Okay. You could just drop it in. But if you really get in a pickle, you know. You can call a supplier, I'm sure, and find yeah. one of those somewhere. Especially us with Serapure. Okay. I didn't well, say that. Well, we do have Pyrolox Advantage, and we do stock All Green Sand Plus. Yeah. We do stock these materials. Yeah, yeah. What else? Multimedia. This is a good one because... If you have a multimedia that got fouled out and you go, oh my gosh, I don't have, the supplier doesn't have anthracite. Oh, I ran out of sand. Oh, I don't have garnet. You know, they, he might have two or three of the ingredients in multimedia, but you're still screwed because it's like, I have only four tires or three tires for your car. Sorry. So I think we've done a podcast on this too. Yes, we did. Upgrade. It's time to upgrade. And your upgrade is going to be Filter Ag Plus, which is I'm a, I just, it's my media. Everybody says, oh God, you know, if they see me, they say, whatever again. you do, don't, don't mention Filter, Filter Ag, Ag Plus, Plus because you'll get a whole earful. It's like a, an old uncle at Thanksgiving. But we're not going to give but we a are. whole earful. <laughs> we are because Filter Ag Plus, it's a zeolite and it's a direct drop in. That's the best thing, you know, same backwash, same rinse but it's one magic bag of media. And you just need to gravel under bed uh, instead of garnet, use gravel, and put in your Filter Ag Plus. And the reason it does so much better than multimedia is multimedia only uses like the top inch of filtration. So the tank diameter, you look down, cut your tank in half, look down the barrel of the tank. Go two to inches deep, that's all you have. So you have frequent backwashing because your pressure, your delta P is greater and it comes up faster. And at 
lower flow rate, service flow rate. So think of it as, you know, a clogged exhaust system kind of, and that you will get shorter runs with multimedia and more frequent backwash and guess what? Wasting our precious resource water. So filter egg plus will give you almost the entire bed as a filter media because of the wet nature of it. It's a single media. And so then you get extended run times and dirt capacity of down to an honest five micron where multimedia, if you use 50x garnet, maybe 15 micron, maybe. So, and the tighter you go with multimedia, the more frequent backwashes. It's, it's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde thing. But so if you don't have filter ag plus, I think there's uh, chemsorb, some other suppliers sell a different media. It's a different, it's not turbidex. Uh, turbidex is filter ag yeah, plus. Yeah. Turbidex is filter ag plus. Clack, clack licensed the name. So, you know, it's filter ag plus through clack and, but the material is Turbidex and it is truly uniquely mined at a high grade mine in New Mexico, I believe. Don, if you're listening. So there's other zeolites like it, which is the Chemsorb Micro Z, and I think Watts. What's has the something. difference between filter ag and filter ag plus? Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. You know, if clack, if you're listening, nobody's listening here. But why did you name it filter ag plus? You know, <laughs> because filter ag. A whole different animal. So this is filter ag plus. And filter ag is a non-hydrous aluminum silicate, which oh. is a popped like silicate. And so they activate it and it gives it a, uh, it's a very light, like light and fluffy. So you only need to backwash it at eight to 10 gallon a minute per square foot where zeolites are 12 to 18 gallon a minute per square foot you can you know it needs a lot more backwash volume to get them going where filter ag is just light and fluffy but you get nowhere near the filtration capability uh, filter ag is probably 20 microns on a good day it's okay. almost like a sacrificial lamb <laughs> you oh. throw out there okay. if you have some dirt in your water so filter ag plus is where you want to go can we digress yeah we forgot berm. Oh, berm. Yeah, poor berm. It's just floating out there. It's it's kind of like the buggy whip of uh, <laughs> <Iron> <laughs> filtration removal. material. Yeah, it really is because you know once these other materials came in, we're going berm, back. We're going back to green sand plus. We're going back to okay. green sand plus. Which is like re rewind the tapes. People love it, or you know, you don't hate it. It's just because there's so much better stuff out there but berm is a proprietary thing made by clack and they i believe they get the filter ag and then they add the manganese dioxide to it but it's a very light coating it's very very it's not super active where you can't use chlorine to regenerate it you can't put oxidizers to generate it regenerate it you can only really put air to it so aio valves you know air suckers are the only thing you could use so there's no way to supercharge it. So once like Cadillac's light came along, 
I mean, oh, you know, boom, clock, huh? just completely yeah. blew it out of the water. Okay. I mean, you know, it's... Well, I, I just thought it was worth mentioning because yeah. it's out there. Yeah, it is. I forgot berm just because it's but just the orphan. But that's not a direct substitute. No. Mm-mm. No, berm for berm, berm for berm, or, or up your backwash rate and put catalyxylate, you know, filter ox or you know, pyrolox advantage. But you'd have to modify your backwash rate. And you'd have to feed it, you know, air, peroxide, yeah. you know. You got to give it a hamburger helper. So, yeah. So, another big thing, it seems to be coming around again, is arsenic. Yeah, What's big in time. your arsenic ar- arsenal? It was, like, really huge there for a bit. Then it kind of died off. Now it's back again. I, I don't know. Maybe because I get a lot of customers that are focusing on it. Or PFOS, PFOA is taking the stage, you know, yeah. away from uh, yeah. arsenic. But arsenic's coming around. And it's always been there. And there's some rules of the road you got to follow because you're going to use an anionic or an adsorbent material. So there's two big resin companies. Resintech makes the ASM 10 HP and Purelight makes the Ferex. Of course, they yell and they throw stones at each other and across the fence and say, mine's better, mine's better, mine's better, you know. But if you're, if you're, one runs out, you know, and you got a job, you can directly replace one for the other, the ASM10HP or the Pure Light Ferrex. But the big mistakes I see with people, it's a pet peeve, is they don't get the full water analysis. It's like, oh, yeah, you got arsenic. Yeah, yeah, your pH is low. Like, when you do an anionic-based remedy, like the Ferrex and the, and the ASM10, they're anionic-based, but they're not like an anion resin. What they do is they uh, attach a ferric material, an iron material, the net binds, acts as a binder. I'm being real crude here. So what happens is there's loading, and I call it seats on the bus. So it's also going to want to pull out other anions, silica being one of them. And watch your pH. The higher the pH, you know, you got to keep sweet spot between 7 and 8. Uh, when you're using these materials. But if you had Ferrex, you could drop in ASM-10. If you had ASM-10, you could drop in Ferrex. Okay. Um, but you need a full water analysis. Yeah, you should. And, you know, just, just this is my disclaimer. Just make sure. Then you can do predictive models on how long it's going to last. And okay. Now, if you don't have uh, any arsenic resins, you could try the uh, Graver's Metsorb. I, I love this stuff. Uh, there's a whole podcast on it. It's an adsorbent. So it's titanium oxide. Works in a different way, but it also pulls a lot of uh, heavy metals. So if you have other heavy metals in the water, it will take up the seats on the bus. And and like even if you have, and it also is very good for radium, uranium. So we've been using it for that. It's a very adaptable resin, I mean, adsorbent. And it's a, like a white bead material. Mm-hmm. And you do have to initially condition it with a very light backwash because it's powdery like carbon. You know, when you start up a carbon bed, mm-hmm. you get a little yeah. pu- fluff yeah. come off. And, you got a poof of white. You know, uh, black water. This would be white water coming off. And then occasional backwashes just to keep the bed from channeling. And, and you should use a pre-filter. But there's a whole podcast on it. I really like it. So if you really, you know, if the world ran out of arsenic resins, you can drop in the, the Metsorb too. 
You don't have a preference over one over the other, though. Yeah. Unless the situation dictates it. Yeah. Certain chemistries dictate what you're... Okay. And I'll do this for Bob Tyson. Tool in the toolbox you're going to use. Is he even listening, Mike? He does. He does listen, Bob. Yeah. Tool in the toolbox. Um, So that's the one... You know, you could have... You have three choices there that I... That's Mikey approved. There's maybe other ones, but these are the big three. Okay. So... Here's one that's near and dear to my heart is carbon. Is your carbon covered bear? Oh. And you don't have any carbon. You look and you're yelling and throwing wrenches across the uh, shop. We got a rebed today. We got I a rebed. I needed four cubic feet. Yeah. That's all um, I needed. I, you know, and it's, it's a disaster. Well, I hate to say carbon's carbon. It really isn't, but it's 12 by 40 mesh carbon. You have a lot of choices. Some of them are very cheap and some are very expensive. But to get you out of the bind, you know, you can call around. So if you ran out of coconut, try a coal-based. You know, Calgon is big in coal. They have the AK, which is the Aquanite. It's not a premium coal product, but it's a very, very universal. But coal got a black eye (laughs) 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 because it's very uh, powdery. I mean, it's softer. Mm -hmm. So when it ships, it gets gets a little... Yeah, it gets Mm -hmm. a little dusty. Some manufacturers try to clean it up, you know, water wash it, mm-hmm. but that adds money, you know, but where you could just water wash it in your own basement. So if you ran out of coconut, try a good uh, coal-based material, especially if you're just dechlorinating. Yeah, really. I mean, you know, you could throw anything <laughs> because dechlorination is, it's a, uh, it's a rapid reaction that happens on the surface of the carbon. So it it'll really, go on and yeah, on, yeah, on and on and, and on, on and on. And there's no real difference in taste. Some people say, oh, coconut is a, you know, it's a buttery coconut dimension to my water. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, but yeah. one, one thing you have to be careful of with coconut, some people are allergic, allergic. to it. Allergic, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In initial startup, people break out in hives if uh, it's happened. So and in a case to- where you have a coconut versus a coal and it's chlorine only, they are in, you can universal. substitute. Yeah, universal. Okay. There are right. slight differences, uh, but not enough to lose a, over, a job yeah. over. Right. No Centaur, good old Centaur coal base, not Centaur C. There's Centaur C, which would be a coconut shell catalytic. So, you know, I love Centaur. It's the granddaddy, and it does have where the coal does give you an extra dimension there. Coal can be, you know, a larger pore structure. You can store more oxygen where coconut shell has a micropore and so it can't be as catalytic as a coal they make it and it's the best process they can do but they can never replicate coal catalytic proven fact so but there's a lot of really good coconut shell catalytics out there and the big two is the jacoby cxmca Mm -hmm. and then the other one is hay carb which is their W1000, I believe. it's WAC1000. WAC. Yeah. Wow. Although you wouldn't know it by looking at the bag. Yeah, the bags are black. <laughs> it's our pet peeve, too. So, yeah, the Hate Carb Cocoa Cat is a nondescript bag. So, if you see just a black bag with a lot number on it, hey, you got Hate Carb Catalytic. Um, there you go. So, until we make it like Frog Carb, maybe we're going to do that. You know? Yeah, for, the Hop Frog Cat. It's got to be Frog Cat, cat because yeah. it's catalytic, right? Yeah. So... I believe, I don't think they invented, the, they, but they, they have, uh, Hay Carb has um, a very good cat carb out there. So that's enough with the uh, medias and carbons. 
But you have a chemical pump blues. Sometimes, uh, you know, this is rare, but I'm just, this is a shameless self-promotion here. But we're big Stenner people. And Stenner came out with a new pump. It's S10P. So if you ran out of Econ FPs, which is the little baby pump, go and you don't have any, you can always ask the supplier if they have the S10P. The S10P is the F, the Econ FP on steroids. Okay. So it's more of a heavy duty pump. If you want, if you like the Econ, because it has a built in PCM. All we did is get we got the, the electronics, which everybody liked from the Econ FP, and put it in a bigger, robust pump. And so it has the traditional rollers on it, not the baby rollers like the Econ. So mm-hmm. it has the bigger, heavy rollers, a bigger spline shaft that has a leak detect many upgrades here you know tube timer and then you have like a daisy chain you can make one meter you can run three pumps and has some alarms to it too so if you run out of econs try the s10p do you still need the uh tank or uh, well, that's, yeah, we can get in the features of, you okay. know, the S10P. Well, but look I was just thinking substitutions. I mean, yeah, you don't, uh, certain, well, you see, then you'd have to substitute a meter. But Gotcha. But I'm saying is there is, if you, an S10P, if you wanted to go into their, their they have another feature called a 10 pulse feature, which is an option, which is in there, it's built in, but it's, the yeah, FP doesn't have a 10 pulse, which almost eliminates the mixing tank when you're using it for soda ash only, up to 14 gallons a minute. So what we're saying is you don't need a retention tank. Okay. So there's your substitution because retention tanks are hard to come by. Yeah. Yeah. And, but not for chlorine, for soda ash applications, you had to get a 10 pulse per gallon Mm -hmm. meter. And it's residentially, but not to confuse anybody, but if you ran out of econ FPs, flip over the S10P. If you really love the econ the S10P just blows it away. But I mean, frankly, yeah. Stenner never runs out of anything. They don't run out, no. And that's the thing I said. And you must say Stenner never runs. I mean, no. through this whole supply chain, crazy. They have not missed a beat. No. Not a beat. Now, if we could only get solution tanks, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, it, it's it, chemical pumps, you know, Stenner's, we, we just love them. Next is, you know, supply chain blues. Uh, we hear uh, Pentair is having a lot of issues, and Clack is too, with getting components, parts, and pieces. But if you can't find a Pentair 9100 and 9000, you can always flip over to a Clack WS1 twin. And it's the same principle, main valve on one tank, and then they have a dog leg, they call it, to a secondary tank. So they operate in a 24-hour mode. So the instant one goes, zeroes out the gallons, it flips over to the other tank. So Clack has that option. So, or if you don't have any WS1 twins, you can go to the 9100 or 9000 Clack, I mean, Pantera. So there is a twin valve option. Now, if every, the world, the world is on its butt and you can't get neither of those, Clack twin, Pantera twins, you can go to the Clack valve. It's going to be a WS1EE or a, say, a proprietary like Water Writer Master or Helen Branner. You know, they all have them out there where you can run a MAV, a motorized alternating valve by Clack. 
instead of having one valve and then a dog leg over to the other tank, this method is you have to buy, say, two separate softeners with the electronic board that will run a MAV, and then you put the MAV in between, and it acts as a twin. So if the world's coming to an end, you can do it that way. Now, I kind of like it that way sometimes because if one, like, if your 9,100, 9,000 clack twin, something happened to the main valve, you're dead in the water. Where if you twinnerize two softeners with a MAV in between, you can limp on. You could flip right. it, yeah. make one tank your main tank and just regenerate it more often until you can repair the other. Yeah. the other. All three of these use treated water to backwash the other tank. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that. Especially in high iron, nasty water. Why would you treat why would you backwash with dirty well water when you can backwash with your auxiliary tank, which is treated water? So, you know, two heads are better than one. That's why I say I love the, my my twin or eyes in the clack math. So, yeah, you run out, you have a lot of options there. So down in, into distributor tubes. Most all distributor tubes are that thin wall SDR, but it's a 1.050, which is same pipe size as Schedule 40. So if you, it's three-quarter inch Schedule 40. So if you have a distributor tube break and you're like, oh, no, you can always run down to the hardware store, get a three-quarter inch Schedule 40 coupling and some Schedule 40 pipe, which is a thicker wall, but it'll get your butt, you know, running. You can use a, you know, a coupling, glue it together and use Schedule 40 to really get you out of a bind. So, you know, there is alternatives with this standard distributor pipe, which is a 1.050 distributor, but which is Schedule 40 PVC. Not CPVC, which is iron pipe, but Schedule 40 or 80. 80 would be impossible to find, but it's kind of crazy because it's super thick wall. But if you really find yourself in a pickle there, at least you can uh, go down to the hardware store and get a coupling. So... That's really it for the substitutions. We just sat and brainstormed in, in these days of supply chain interruptions. And, you know, it doesn't even have to be these days. It seems like some people run out of something somewhere. Yeah, sometimes. So make your list, listen back to this, and pull over to the side of the road and write down all these little pearls of wisdom that we love to share. And you can always trust the frog. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day.